Hello and welcome to the Unofficial Controller Podcast, your weekly gaming podcast, episode 26, Top 5 Indies, with me, George, and as always, joined by Tom, Indie King to my Indiana Jones. Tom, how's it going? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I am good. Excellent. Uh, a bit of housekeeping first, I think. Just apologies, the episode's gone out a little later this week. Yes, but, of course. Um, the loyal listeners woke yeah, up Thursday uh, morning, no podcast. How dare you? Yeah. We've... Uh, Sorry we've let you down, but it will be up tonight, being Friday. He's looking at me and James the work experience, boy, because he'll be in his bed. Having consumed <laughs> yes. his boiled egg and soldiers, <laughs> he'll be snoring while we're working hard like a Taiwanese sweatshop <sighs> to make sure his fruits of his labours are pressed. As it always is. And released on time. Uh, let's give uh, new listeners and old listeners the rundown. Well, hang on, Tom, because they want to stick around. Because coming up in the news... Some Xbox and Destiny news by the sound of it. The feature, we're going to be talking about our top five indie games. We'll also find out about the listeners' top five indie games. But as a special treat, we've got the sound developer from Wolverblade wading in on the topic. Then, as always, the bit that you all fast forward to so you won't hear this, but you'll be there, listener Stingray. Then the big man arrives, talk about the new releases. And then we close out the show where I ask Tom what he's hoping to play and we open the show. When I asked Tom what you've been playing, very slick. Uh, That's what I've been trying to do. You've been trying to do that for a few weeks, haven't you? And I've just finally, I was looking at you and I was like, yeah, it's coming. Slow it down. I can deal with this. You know how Here it works go. now. Don't I do, you? yeah. Yeah. We're getting there, aren't That's we? That's what me and James worked very hard on that to make a link. That's what makes us a good podcast now, as voted for by one of the listeners. Yeah. It's a bit like toothpaste, isn't it? Nine out of ten dentists recommend this. Yeah. One listener recommends this show. Out of a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> One out of a thousand. That's a good odds, Tom. So, yeah, this week I've been playing uh, more Link's Awakening. And then I've gone back to dabble in uh, a couple of online games. And one of which is uh, Apex Legends. I've got the reason why is I've got a friend who's recently picked up PS4, so we're just is that crossplay? Um, I'm not entirely sure. We're both playing it on PS4, so I've not really checked. Um, Get Fince to game on there. I should. He's my. We he, need to find out if it's crossplay. He's my online, you know, persona. Is he? Yeah. Right. He he represents me on behalf of the show. Is that why you've left me high and dry as the lawman on Red Dead Redemption? Yeah, Sphinster Gamer needs to come in and do that with you. He, listeners, you need to bombard him with messages and say, reform the lawman and and go collect those bounties on Red Dead. Because that's what I've been doing on there, the latest bounty hunter missions. For Who real with? Good. To Summit. Oh, right. Oh, I see. Like Why Earth Without Doc Holiday? Got a new friend, have you? All right. Yeah, no what, friend. What else have you been playing? Yeah, so Apex Legends, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 Online, um, Link's Awakening, and I think that's about it. Astral Chain, you finished that? I've just got the epilogue to do, which is like some extra missions. Not that bothered. Um, I don't know, because it's... Fire Emblem, three hours, did you finish that? No. Mm. I'm 45 hours in and still not finished that. That is an epic. I've uh, Hang on a minute. It's <clears throat> a quote here. From Is legal. Uh, and it was a quote from you for a few episodes ago. It said, I'm the one that finishes games. I try. 
See that? I try. I have a lot of fun mail to respond to these days. <laughs> James can only forge my signature for so long. Oh, I know. I'm sorry. Another once again, you. It gets hand cramp. You jammed up the show's resources to fulfil your own needs. Absolutely. Uh, so it's only polite that I ask, what have you been playing? Well, sit down, pull up a pew, because <laughs> it's time to find out. Um, what have I been playing? <clears throat> hmm. Oh, I bought a new Vita, by the way. Was that on last week's show? No, you did tell me on the phone this yeah, week. Yeah, I bought a Slim yeah. Vita. Ah. Uh, I actually enjoy it more. People say about the screen being better on the other one. It's a bit. It's a very fine line to say that one's better Did, than the other one. <clears throat> I was um, looking at small game mags the other day, and uh, did you ever have the PSP Go, like the slide one? No, I haven't got no. that. You can't. Are they rare or no? No, you see them about, mm-hmm. but they never described, do they? So, uh, well, no, that's true. Uh, what have you been playing on the Vita, on the new Vita? Ah, yes. Uh, I haven't bought any new games, I don't think. I re-downloaded Metal Gear Solid 1. and It's a PS1 classic on there. I think, story-wise, that's the best game. It's not too overcomplicated, and it feels like that isn't actually the entry point, like you said the other week. Of like, I'm so clumsy in it, though. Yeah, but the controls are a little clumsy now. Yeah, I know, I know they are, but I just every time I start, it's like... Yeah. I tried um, 3, Snake Eater... Uh, Metal Gear on the came out on the 3DS. They re-released it on the 3DS, and it felt real clunky and I was hard playing to control. That on Vita as well, really, well, I felt quite good on there. It, I've got two and three. It's a game I've always wanted to play through because some of the bosses look fantastic. Like the ideas. In for fact, them. I think the ones on the Vita might be the substance versions. Oh, okay. So you got the. I think that gives you control over the camera. If with the right you stick. ever get a cube, you want to get the twin snakes no, as well. I don't. I don't. It's a good game. I know. Nice you, remake. You've recommended it now, so it's therefore off the table. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's been played. San Andreas. Been enjoying that. I don't think I've played anything current, though. Uh, no. Bit more of the Warriors. It's all a bit rock star for me at the minute, isn't it? Yeah. I drifted out of Minecraft and to show my bigger a bit rock star, but he won't play Red Dead Online. Dead game. No one's played Mate, it online. honestly... The Dude, I've got so shark cards, casinos. I've got a secret life on Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Have you? Yeah, right. <laughs> Whenever you can't get hold of me, I'm more That's than likely you're playing doing. that. Yeah. Will you make a promise to me and the listeners that you will try and uh, come for a game of Red Dead Online at some point? Just free roam, just chill. I promise. Do, there's I some will, new story missions. I promise I'll make an effort to try to do something good. Good man. <laughs> so that's it. Yeah. Pretty uh, pretty dull and, well, I say that, I've had a lot of fun with those games, but you won't let me go on about them because they're not current games. So, you know, I have to say We'll that. save that for our retro versus new uh, debate. If I win that debate, yeah. there's a sea change in this podcast. Indies are gone, state of plays are gone, inside Xboxes are gone, it's all PlayStation 2 retrospectives from here on in. <laughs> Sounds awesome. That's what the fans are crying out for. Is it? Yeah. They do want a retrospective, I can tell. Retro Gamer Thomas is ready to lead a Zulu-like defence. With James only being um, 12 years of age, though. PS3's retro twin. That's great. Yeah, exactly. Fits into the the narrative. Mm. (laughs) 
It should be at school, really, instead of sweeping chimneys and, and writing the script. Well, we're making headlines in other ways. Tom, here's the news. We've scoured the very darkest regions of the internet to bring you the latest stories. First up, Xbox One. We've been expecting you. XO19, this year's edition of the Xbox Fan Event, will run from November 14th to 16th and will be hosted from the Copper Box Arena in Stratford, London. Attendees will be able to go hands-on with Xbox's latest new and upcoming titles. titles. The event will also host a special episode with Inside Xbox featuring news and announcements. So stay tuned for our coverage of any big reveals from the Big X. I suppose all the listeners really need to think about there is sit down, listen in, See if you mention anything. Yeah, um, I think we'll we'll maybe uh, cover that uh, nearer the time. Are you if there's go? any big announcements, um, it's not that far away, is it? Really, but Mum's just said she'd take you. Really, in the Volvo estate, you got to. Can sit. we have like any music I want on? You have to sit in your uh, Batman high chair. <laughs> in the kids, Excellent. yeah, like like Game Boy Matty's got. Right, that's what you have to sit in. Okay, all the way down, with my head out the sunroof. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, the tippy cup. No, uh, in all seriousness, uh, it'd be good to see some big announcements from them to close out the year. I think they need it just to gather a bit of steam heading into twenty twenty. Um, maybe another Halo trailer would be good. Um, wet the appetite for any Xbox fans. Anything you'd like to see there? <clears throat> Do you want to see more of the next gen Xbox? Maybe. Took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. Let's see the box. Mm. Let's see the box for the box. So that's roughly going to be a year away from when they've announced it's going to be released. So I maybe think be quite good. like one of the inside Xbox teams going to show one of his crayon drawings of what he thinks the Xbox <laughs> might look like. Yeah. <laughs> this is my drawing. What nice. Do you think? Nice. Nice. No- good console. Good console. <laughs> Uh, next up then, another bit of news. Uh, cup full of cash. Well, uh, with our feature covering indie games this uh, this week, it's time for one game that started life as an indie, uh, but then went on to be picked up by Microsoft. It's going to flex its muscle. Studio MDHR's Cuphead. Uh, it's reached a big sales milestone with a whopping 5 million copies sold. Well done, Mr. Cup and Mr. Mug. Good effort. Have you... No. Uh, you never played that? Never seen it before. I'd be curious to know if any listeners have finished that. It's a solid game. Finch the game has finished that. Do you reckon? He, he's finished it one-handed. Really? Yeah. Retro Gamer Thomas has finished it on every difficulty level. Did he finish it with a Connect? That'd be impressive. Yeah, I think he did. And Daddy Zilla and Devin Zilla, they finished it one morning. They said really? to me SpongeBob was harder than that. Well, there you have it. <laughs> Cuphead, not a hard game. Apparently. Not even difficult. Do you want to take the next one? Yes. Who's calling my mobile? No, it's not my uh, rape alarm going off again. We've managed to deactivate that for another episode. Call of Duty has hit the mobile phone market and is available now for iOS and Android. It'll roughly take up 1.5 gigabytes of storage. It does look impressive for a mobile game and is also free to play. I never would have written that. Would you not? No. What, as news? No, not that. Just that it's a mobile game. It's impressive. It's like... it does Am look I on the edge? Because you hate mobile games. <coughs> yeah, I d- I d- I'm not a big fan of mobile games. But I thought... Um, is it like, no, I won't get it, but I thought is it's... Is it Fortnite and PUBG mobile equivalent? Is that what it is? 
Yeah, I'd say so. Looking like, at it, it's break a, this a, down to the listener who's never seen a mobile. Okay, they've seen a mobile. <laughs> <laughs> I'd hope they'd seen a mobile, but and they've, they've maybe played a Sudoku on it. Yeah. Um, what about this? So it looks uh, very similar to some of the older uh, modern warfares, probably from 360. Uh, maybe not even quite that good. Um, I've seen a few streamers playing it, and um, they once they've got hang of the controls, they actually quite enjoy it. And I did see that they might be putting in another mode so it separates people who are playing with the touchscreen controls to those who are using a proper controller, which you can do via Bluetooth, I believe. Is it time to sell the console, just get a... It's just a bit of fun for casual gamers if they want to do play Call of Duty. Do you think, do you, it's a big world, come with me now on a thought journey. Do you think there's somewhere, there's a, there's a dude or a dudette who's got a Bluetooth controller and their phone and they're very happy airplaying their phone to their Apple TV and they're playing Bastion, they're playing... Call of Duty Mobile, Fortnite, PUBG. Yeah, I mean there are good games there. Nice, a lot of these Knights of the Old Republic's on there. <clears throat> mm. Absolutely. Is that an option? Is there a listener out there? The Mabias. That's doing that. Possibly. I think our our audience is more sort of core gamers, but if you talking about like that a lot of them like the PUBG and the sorry, PUBG is a very stripped back version. Uh, I think of the the full game, or it seems to be. Uh, same with Call of Duty, but there are like, as we're on topic, a few good indie games on there now. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Well, I'd be curious sudden, to know what sort of market they they have. I mean, Apple have got plenty of money, haven't they? But we've um, got a pretty large invested user base, and the Apple Arcade obviously is is coming. I think is that out now? I do believe it's been out. It's yeah, out. maybe it's out now. I think it was revealed White at that hot Apple event. Gaming news show like us, Tom. You know, is it out? Yeah, but we could. We could <laughs> I don't know. Like we we don't tend to dabble in the mobile area, so we we don't know these things. And Fire up and tell me about this. Pony up and tell me about this last bit of news. Next up, it must be Destiny. Mm. We're not busy putting in a lot of work with the still very much played Destiny Two. Bungie have made plans to release a new non-Destiny IP by 2025. We know this is a long way off, but Bungie are a very talented team and it'll be exciting to speculate what they have in store. I've heard a rumour. Oh, really? Yeah. Heard it here first? It's called Circle. Is this legit or is this... This is straight up Circle. It's about like a super army soldier. Have you heard of it? No. That's because I made it up. It's a take on Halo. Come on, Tom. All the listeners were like, hoo, hoo, hoo. And you were like, no. You didn't I make, just want, want quick enough to you pick didn't make it up. The link. Um, anything you'd like to see them tackle? Maybe a different genre to first-person shooter? And third-person shooter, I must admit. It is, at times. Um, wouldn't it be lovely if they just decided to just do something completely different? Maybe even like a... You say not a third person, but imagine if they went off and did, they could, like a Last of Us or a Uncharted or a God of War or, a, you know, something like that. And it was epic and it was one player. And it's so story. like an action adventure game. Yeah. yeah. One where they focused all their skills down on making mm. it really slick. 
yeah, uh, like we said, very talented team. So it'd be exciting to see what they do. It's a long way off, isn't it? You got to um, wonder as well if they might want a palate cleanser. Oh yeah, absolutely. It must happen. And when you're sort of in charge of your own destiny, as it were, um, they can. They can. They can do what they want. <laughs> well, Tom, did we miss anything? Do you think the list? We missed a few jokes from each other, but never mind. Well. <laughs> Tumbleweed is a welcome <laughs> and comforting sound here on the Unofficial Controller podcast. Did we miss anything? An opinion or take on the news we missed? I think that's a pretty much guarantee. Tom, if the listeners wanted to get in touch and tell us what a flaming galah we are, how would they do that? Uh, you can reach us at questions at unofficialcontrollerpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, direct messages on Twitter or Instagram. And uh, there's also a YouTube page where you can listen to the latest episodes. Wait, and hold um, up. Hold up. Is it time? Before we go into the feature, should we do... Because I think... Call to arms? We've got a wave of new listeners coming in. Yeah. The unglorious bar stewards, the hardcore, loyal, centralist community that supports the Unofficial Controller podcast. Is it time we sent them on another stealth raiding mission? I think so. Um, We... Really appreciate what you guys do every week. That's why we try and give you a good show Pick and a keep going for. No, I don't think the celebrities the right route. <laughs> what we're gonna do? What we? What we're gonna? They're never gonna to listen, are they? The celebrities. What? I know, but it's, it's and I don't care if they do. What we're gonna? We've got big enough egos already. So what do you want? The heart? They're all lined up. Their berry badges polished. Devin Zilla's over there, he's the drummer boy. Everyone's lined up smart. They're stood saluting the unofficial controller dais where you're stood receiving the salute. You're dressed up like Colonel Pinochet. What are you what's your address to the troops? Listen up, men and women. We want you to go to iTunes. Want to leave a five star review. Any of your friends and family, even if they don't listen to the show, five stars and a review. Thank you very much. Thank you, Major Tom. Send him off. Good friend of Lord Ponselbris. Thank you for the prop there, sir. He's a big dude, isn't he? With that tash as well. His tash, very similar to your hair. My Egon Spangler hair? Yes. Excellent. Very volumetastic. Which apparently you thought I dyed last week. I can't wait to go grey. You're definitely dyeing your hair. (laughs) I don't believe it. And I, I think, think that you that. wash that same dye down into your thick, luscious beard. Okay. I will embrace the grey. Don't worry. Okay. Well, so, that was that impassioned plea, Tom. Yeah. Wasn't it? Thank it you was. to Major Tom for that military incision that he did there. Mm-hmm. And much like his military incision, here come our top five indies. Because you always stand up for the little man feature. Yeah. Tom, are you with us? I am. It's time to give your head a wobble. <laughs> You're on a podcast called The Unofficial Controller Podcast. <laughs> it's episode God knows what, 26. And once we've done the news, we're going to what we previously we've gone into what's called the beg. Now we're going to the feature. We're here at the feature. <laughs> so, yeah, this uh, week's feature is um, about indie games mm. and in particular our top five. Are you kicking off with that? Yeah. Um, so, with the indie scene bigger than ever, an Xbox Arcade, the Nindies Showcase, and the new Apple Arcade championing uh, those fantastic new ideas, 
it's time to sit up and pay attention, we think. Mm. In this strange little hobby of ours, you have to draw a line in the sand sometimes and say, no EA, we don't want a silver and pink unicorn skin, DLC, microtransaction for my Han Solo blaster. Hmm. No, I'm going to have Why? a look round and see what that same money can buy me from a small indie developer. Hmm. Don't worry, listeners. This isn't a call to arms to go out spending all your money on indie games, but a small list of some of our personal favourites here at the Unofficial Controller Bunker. Before we dive in, let's just set the store out as we answer, what is an indie game, Tom? Well, an indie game can be summed up by being made by a small or even singular development team. Uh, it doesn't usually have the financial support of a large studio. Uh, we have seen odd team-ups with large studios recently, with Nintendo letting Crypt of the Necromancer developer Brace Yourself Games use the Legend of Zelda license to great effect mm. in the Cadence of Hyrule game. The opposite of this can also be seen as well with uh, some higher-end developers who leave large studios to pursue their own dreams and form small companies such as uh, Cliffy B of Gears of War fame setting up Boss Key Productions and also Jade Raymond um, who spent many successful years at Ubisoft, uh, Assassin's Creed, etc. But then went on to found the Electronics Art-owned Motive Studios. Mm. Uh, So in this now very saturated market where the choice is sometimes overwhelming... Let's try and help you out with uh, our top five games. Now, before we launch into our top five games, Tom, I thought we would go through the listeners' top five. Oh, okay, yeah. And then give our our top five. Sounds good. So, first in with the indie swagger, who's wearing the Oasis haircut today, Tom? (laughs) Uh, It's Doogie McBain. What's he got to say for himself? Um, he starts off with uh, he's not hang, hang on a minute he is the reigning champion I was yes. going to say come on he's got the smoking schools belt he has uh, yeah. the reigning uh, unofficial controller champion for his comments last he's, week he's up Your, on the top he's up on the top turnbuckle he is. and he's just downed two tins three 30mm of iron brew it's all, I see. Over, it's all over him awesome careful you don't spit that sticky mess all over you uh, just to let you know your community chest prize is uh, being boxed up at the moment and we will um, be in touch to get your contact details this week. Tom pawned his switch to get a suitably expensive box. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, Tom. This week you're making promises we can't keep. He's going to expect like a treasure chest and it's not going to be quite that good. Well then why have you taken all of the petty cash? Uh, let's move on. Not played too many indie games. Uh, this is my selection. Uh, he starts off with No Man's Sky, great fun, just exploring space and planets, not played a huge amount, but very enjoyable. Minecraft, of course, uh, classic indie, that really. You could probably stop there, he's named the two best games yeah. ever made. <laughs> Your two favourite games ever made. Everyone's. Really? Uh, <laughs> he's uh, lost uh, many hours digging aimlessly. Uh, is that Thumbleweed Park? Yes. Uh, great throwback to the LucasArts point-and-click classics I grew up with. Stardew Valley, Fantastic Farming Sim, who knew watering crops could be so fulfilling, and the ultimate indie game, in my opinion, Rocket League. That's, that is quality. I could literally play this game for years without getting bored. So much fun with friends. Can get very competitive, though. Almost lost a few controllers to the red mist. <laughs> Calm down, He loves Doogie. a good comment, Doogie. Calm down, Doogie. Up next, Comic Pictures 79, a.k.a. Adam the Artist, a.k.a. Comic Pictures No Space on Etsy. Oh, man. I just can't decide. As you know, I love indies. I've brought so many, in no particular order, 
my top five has to be Hellblade. Looks amazing on the One X in 4K. It's some of the best sound design I've ever experienced. Ori and the Blind Forest, beautiful and emotional. Everspace, brilliant space roguelike. I need to check that out. Unravel 2, amazing couch co-op. No Man's Sky, it's the biggest and most well-released indie ever. Maybe. Hmm. And he goes on to say, Okay, Tom, pin your luck, I was back here, champ. I was involved in the development Whoa. of an indie game once, a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far <laughs> away. It was on the Atari ST and it was, well, rubbish, to be honest. But it was great fun to help make. I say I help, I designed the main character's jacket and one of the many hazards. I wonder what the hazard was. Flaming bin, dog poo, what? <laughs> Wet Who leaves? knows? Wet leaves, yeah. They're dangerous. We may never know. Adam, the artist, as always, I can agree yeah, he's, with um, made some, some of that. Made some good picks. Hellblade, uh, Orient the Blind Forest, and Unravel it's Hell, 1. It's Hellblade. Senua's Sacrifice. An indie. Yeah, it is. Wow. Oh, it's Ninja Theory, isn't it? Hmm. It's borderline. We'll give it to him. Okay. Uh, next up, good old Finster Gamer, fresh off his shift from uh, Finster Games Game Shop in the Village. I haven't played a lot of indie games, but Cuphead is one of the most unique games I've ever played. Uh, the classic visuals, soundtrack, and frustrating difficulty wrapped up in a modern high definition. Absolutely amazing game. Well, he did find it difficult after all. Who we got next? He shouldn't have confessed that. Before we move on, I must say... This weekend, because the podcast is releasing late, yeah. tomorrow we've got the new Meet the Village going up. Have we? And it's Sensei Rius. Whoa, look forward to that one. Exciting. Excellent. So pop by yeah, and see by the immortal dragon punch being Yeah, well, We hope the listeners, we hope you like these um, sort of, they're weekly, aren't they? The Meet the Village? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we hope you like them and enjoy them. If there's anyone who we've mentioned in the past who you'd like to see, please let us know. Um, well, there's one that we've just mentioned there. He's got a shop in the village, Ode Finster Games. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be happening soon. Yes. Coming up next, Tom, uh, My Gaming Space. Relatively new list we've heard from a couple of times. There are so many, but if I had to pick a top five, it would be, in no specific order, Gang Beasts, hmm, yeah. Cuphead, Sticky Cats, Thomas Was Alone, and of course, Super Meat Boy. I'm looking forward to attending EGX in a couple of weeks to try out what the indie section has to offer. Yeah, EGX. Um, I don't know whether we'll make it this year, both of us. It'd be nice if we get down. Uh, it'd be nice to see some of you there if we do. Um, come and say hello. But uh, yeah, I went last last year and the indie section is always something I really enjoy. I uh, got to meet a few developers from various games down there, um, Wargroove being one of them. Uh, so yeah, always plenty to enjoy and some really intriguing ideas on show. Uh, who we got up next? Well, it's your turn to read out next. It is. Uh, we've got Podgy Podge. Uh, Hotline Miami is a bit brilliant. Frustrating as hell, but unforgivably addictive. One of your favourites there? Yeah, absolutely. Hotline Miami, great game. Which we'll be getting to, I think, in the... No, no, we won't. You Is always get these two games confused. I do. 26 My episodes, bad. you still don't know the difference between <laughs> Shakedown Hawaii... And Hotline Miami. It is. Hmm. Daddy Zilla. Thank goodness. The muscle. Swinging to my rescue with some comedic relief. Well, not. But anyway, here he is with the whole Zilla troop. Haven't had a lot of time this week, but wanted to get my two cents in anyway. Rocket Knight, Friday the 13th, and of course Cuphead. 
One that everyone might not be aware is everybody's gone to Rapture. I played this on PlayStation Plus after I won the gold PS4 from Taco Bell. Amazing. Shameless brag. Keep up good work, guys. And I'll be tuning in from good old California next week. Well, Daddy Zilla out there in California. I bet it's warm. I bet it's warm there. Not this drizzle we get here forever. Endless rain. Are we really that limited for things to talk about that you've made it about the weather? Yeah, we're British. We always talk about the weather. <laughs> Small talk podcast. <laughs> uh, what are you doing this weekend, Tom? Major Tommy loves a bit of small How's the talk. weather like for this weekend? <laughs> Road Rain. to thinner me. Let's bring him in. He's rounding out the show this week. Uh, what's he got to say for himself? In no particular order, Shovel Knight, Hollow Knight, Bit Trip Runner, N Plus, and Fast Racing Neo. I ought to check this Hollow Knight malarkey out, didn't I? Yeah, I think you would like it. You liked uh, Shadow Complex, didn't you? On the 360. Yeah. Great well, indie game. Yeah, great indie game. It's um, an indie it's, game. It's uh, very similar, very different in art style. And, I don't and think that's idea. an indie game. What, Shadow Complex? Yeah. It was because it was on the Xbox Live Summer of Arcade. The same year, I it think they was, had Brave. That didn't mean it was an indie. Mm, Epic I thought it that. did. Cliffy B made that. Oh, he did. You're right. Say sorry yeah. now. No, it's just a mistake. <laughs> you don't say sorry for a mistake? You spill water so. on your I, girlfriend's crotch? You I say nothing. I don't nothing. say sorry to anyone. Wow. That's a bold confession. Major Tom told me it's a sign of weakness. Did he? He did. Mm-hmm. Well, it's time for our top five. Oh, I bet they can't wait. <laughs> so lackluster, Tom. We've combined <laughs> to form. And you being the Indie King, you've got three and I've got two. The man who puts pen to paper gets the more choices. Mm, I've picked two games from this year. <laughs> oh. Okay, so do you want to kick us off with your first choice? Yes. Far Loan Sales, developed by the Swiss-based team Okomotive, released on the 17th of May 2018 for PC, with PS4 and Xbox One versions released in April 2019. Finally creaked onto the Nintendo Game Boy Color version and came out on the 18th of August. Talk about Game George. Talk about a game, Tom. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> talk about a game. I now, prefer the third person. Are you talking about yourself in third person? I just thought I'd roll that in there to see your face of panic and then to see you just pull it back from the edge. Tom, look... This isn't your game, so you want me to hurry up and move on about it. But I don't want to hurry up and move on and talk <laughs> about this game. You take all the time you need. This game needs some respect. Just for a minute, let's set the scene. Washed out colours. Yes. Black and white. Only flashes of red. It's wrong to say this is Schindler's List in a game, Tom, but it's pretty close. You're a character. You sort of stumble straight, must inherit this machine. There's no speaking, there's no dialogue. It's all on screen. And you take this little character and you power this thing called the locomotive, the locomotion. Mm-hmm. And you, you take boxes and you put them in the burner inside. So it's like a the ships, you see it 2D, there's like a sleeping quarters in it, like a control room area, the engine room, and a doorway out. And you basically go along picking up these boxes and put them in the furnace to move you along. That's the gameplay loop. So you, have you got to micromanage each part of the, the vehicle? Not or? really. No. Not really. I was thinking about this the other day. It's not yeah. really a game. I never found any of it really difficult. Right. Uh, but I was compelled to finish it in one go. I think um, some indies are more of an experience than a game in mm. some ways. And there were some very clever ways they brought the 
um, in-game soundtracking. I don't want to ruin it too much. I think we spoke about this in one of the early episodes. Yeah. But I still don't want to ruin it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just very, very clever game. Again, it, it was a bit of an oblique ending. Maybe a bit pretentious. Maybe. Yeah. But uh, still a game I'll remember in 10 years' time. That's for sure. Yeah. Will I play it again? Maybe. I think if you played it... I, on the first playthrough, I realised there were certain things you could do maybe differently the second time around. Um, mm-hmm. Probably worth another look, actually. And if you're listening and you haven't even looked at it, check out a trailer or something. Or if you want to watch a playthrough, I'd encourage you to buy it, first and foremost. Uh, yeah. I'm a big supporter of indies. So I've got that game. Good man. Proper bigger boy. What you got? What have I got? Well... I've got the... Sebastian? Uh, no, that's coming up. Um, <laughs> thanks for spoiling that for the listeners. <laughs> I was joking. <laughs> I'm sorry, mate. I didn't even realise that was there. That's okay. No worries. Uh, well, no, my first pick is Wolverblade. Oh, yes. Um, a game developed by Darkwind Media and fully illustrated. Um, released on Nintendo Switch on October 12th, 2018. Uh, PS4, Steam and Xbox versions followed in January 2019 so talk about a game talk about the game Um, (laughs) the idea is uh, it's to do with when the Roman Empire was occupying part of the what is now the UK uh, Great Britain and um, you are the northern a small northern army uh, and you can choose three characters very similar to Streets of Rage you're a British army no, I guess they'd be Celts uh, or something. So it's based in the UK and they come from the north of the UK. Yeah, to Scotch to uh, yeah, yeah. But they were they had they weren't classed as Scottish people then. Maybe comic pictures can chime in and Doogie can give us a bit of correct our history um, if if they think we're wrong. Um, the game has a very similar set up to Streets of Rage, Golden Axe, in the fact that you choose one of the three characters and it's a side-scrolling beat-em-up. You can play as uh, one of three characters from the same family, uh, two brothers and a sister, each sort of having uh, different abilities and styles of play. Uh, One's more like your average character, like Axel. Um, The other uh, more agile, and the third is more of a bit of a brute force and ignorance type uh, sort of person. There's different weapons to collect as you play through the level um, and different sort of uh, areas to go through. But the cool thing is the areas are based on real-life historical sites. And one of the little Easter eggs is when you've done the mission, you can then go and look at that particular site and it gives you a bit of history about it and a few photos of what it looks like now. That's really cool. I think you'd like it. It's it's cartoony... um, art style but it's quite violent as well so there's lots of sort of beheading and um as it would be back then like very violent battles going on um the enemies are really well designed because they're sort of roman empire and they range from like just normal foot soldiers up to proper sort of centurions fully armored with all the mask and various uh, stuff why is this a switch exclusive it was a switch exclusive to start with for a while i don't really know why that was um I think the developers just maybe liked the the look of the Switch was fairly new property back then and, and gaining popularity, so maybe persuaded them to put it on that first. Hmm. Um, and we've well, got to wait until... Well, you see, it's already out. 
Yeah, it came out um, January 2019 for Xbox and PS4, so you can pick it up now if uh, anyone's interested. I think you you did it quite like that. No, it oh. yeah, kind of missed out on that. I bet you could probably play it on the do the streaming thing you do with the PS4 onto Vita. Hmm, just sounds like a good game would fit on the Vita. Yeah, definitely. I might just check. I might because. Yeah, I might just check. The, it's a good uh, couch co-op as well. If I might you, just uh, check the dashboard and make sure it's not come out of Vita and just snuck by us. Possibly. I think that would be a really cool game on there. Yeah. Does um, it use the triggers or is it just the face buttons for the controls? Mainly on the face buttons. It's mm. a while since I completed it, so I'm trying to trying to remember. But um, it's quite difficult in places. There's good checkpoints, like fairly um, fair on where they're placed, uh, usually just before a, a boss battle. Um, and some health as well. There are harder difficulty settings which make it even more frustrating. I at love times. that little history bit that you put in. Anyway, Tom, you know, you've uh, been out there exercising your gaming celebrity status. Yeah. And you got in touch with a couple of guys known as Verbal Vigilante who worked on the sound design and music for Wolverblade. Yeah. And I'm going to. They've kindly sent us in a nice little write-up, Tom. Now, do you want me to read this, or are you going to Yeah, you can read in? this out if you want. Then I shall. Gentleman by the name of Jode Steele. Hopefully I've pronounced that right. Uh, I've probably just desecrated it, but there you go. <laughs> I apologise, sir. Uh, and he goes on to say, Myself and David Wright, Wainwright, collectively known as Verbal Vigilante, are proud to have written the music and sound design for Wolverblade. It is such a visually stunning game, with crisp gameplay and so rich in historical content. That's the part I found most fascinating, Tom. So the challenge for us was to underpin this world with fitting music and audio. Mike knew what he wanted, and it was really clear with his direction. It was a real joy to work on the soundtrack. We employed a mix of amazingly skilled musicians, from violinists, percussionists, and an oud players, to augment the score. We loved every minute of working on Wolverblade, the only game project we could imagine topping this experience would be Wolverblade 2. Winking emoji. That got me excited. I don't know. It might happen. You never know. It'd be good if it does. Did um, the first one end looking for scope for a sequel? I think there's more they could do in the the setting, definitely. Um, there's, a, there's a real good sort of, I don't know why I call it a twist, but it's hidden in the name of the game as to what happens further on. Okay, well. But we don't want to spoil that too much no, for anyone who's going Tom, to play it. Uh, but yeah, spoilers. sorry, I must just say uh, the soundtrack is fantastic and that's why I kind of reached out to them and to see where I could get any feedback from them and well, they let, politely... Before we launch on with that, what was going to be a seamless link into your next pick, Bastion, which I had spoiled quite rottenly at the beginning. <laughs> had no idea. Although I've read the script, I don't know why it passed me by. Um, we must say um, thank you to Verbal Vigilante. Yeah, go for, check them out. Uh, taking the time to let us know about how that went. Mm -hmm. And uh, we wish you all the best and thank you for listening in. Um, thank you very much. And then, Tom, we must slip, slop and slide to the next uh, pick of ours, which yeah. is yours, Bastion. Yeah, uh, Bastion, again, another game that originally released on the Xbox Summer of Arcade. We also talk of that uh, one listener who plays on their phone. They must be a big yeah. fan of Bastion, Tom. Yeah, yeah. Um, I noticed, obviously, it's um, it's also out on 
the modern consoles now again as well. I I, I'm not kidding on. you, but uh, I was doing some laundry yesterday. And yeah. I think it's on the hot point washing machine. Is well. it? Yes. Yes, it is. That that 2K screen it's got. Uh, it. Yeah. A 2K is a bit excessive. Is it? It's a dot matrix. Oh. It's like a Game Boy. Just okay. Different Monochrome. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so Bastion, developed by Supergiant Games and released for the 360 back in July 2011. Uh, it's now available in all formats, including, uh, George, the PS Vita. Well, um, as with the Summer of Arcade, the game came out and was that great thing where they would do, if you bought so many of the Xbox Summer of Arcade, you would get the, you'd get one of them for free at the end of it. Oh, I think yeah, there was usually that. five, and then if you bought four... Yeah. I wouldn't call it a con. I think the games were good value. Yeah. Um, Braid, one of the others they did on there. Retrospectively, um, I don't like that game. Do not. No. I think it's fantastic. Like, no. I didn't like... That was... Uh, that's, I didn't that like the art style at the time, and it's grated on me even more since. I think um, that would have been in my honorary mentions in the top five. But anyway, Bastion. You so can it's have a, it if you want. Do you want it? Oh, it's out there now. Okay. Um, yeah, Bastion, it's like a, a, I wouldn't say a top down, it's more of a. It's what they call in the trade, Tom. You being the gaming guru, you've written it down, but yeah. I'm propping you. It's isometric. Isometric view. 2.5D. Well 2.5D, yeah. Uh, yeah, nice sort of, I call it cell shaded art style in a way. Um, yeah, and, I, uh, I wouldn't disagree with that. There was heavy outlines, weren't there? Yeah. One of the intriguing things in this game is it's narrated. So right from the start of the game, your actions in the game are narrated by this... Morgan Freeman. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what they were going for, wasn't it? On a it? budget. Yeah, Morgan Freeman on a Morgan budget. Morgan Freeman doing an impression of Samuel L. Jackson. Morgan more than Freeman. He costs nothing. Oh. Yeah. British. The, shall I edit that out? <clears throat> No joke episode. We'll leave it in. <laughs> the one joke that survived the cutting room floor. Yeah, so the game's been out a while. I'm sure probably some of you have played it. Uh, <laughs> free, man. There's different weapons to collect as you progress through the game. Um, and it's you, you rebuild this little town as you go on and it unlocks various things. I've never played it. Have you not? No, I've uh, if I've played it, I've messed about with it and then never really bothered with it. Now that you've told me there's that depth to it, oh, I might yeah. get it on the beta. I think you'd enjoy that. Fits on there. I think if you were playing it immersed with your headphones and the narration was going on, it'd be a real good experience. So, yeah, that's Bastion. The Tumblr. The Tumblr. Um, Shakedown Hawaii is your next one. Is it? Yeah. I thought I'd spoil that for you. Well, no doubt you've done the research for Hotline Miami, so all this information <laughs> is going to be incorrect. But anyway, Shakedown Hawaii, developed by V-Blank Entertainment, is currently available on the Windows PC, Nintendo 3DS, Nintendo Switch... PSV to PS4, Xbox One. Talk about a game, Tom. Let me tell you, <laughs> this is an epic title. And do you know anything about this game? Uh, only what you've told me when you've been uh, playing it on Let's the... what you've been playing. Again. So if you can imagine like a 16-bit original GTA game, uh, probably not quite as edgy, but very yeah. tongue-in-cheek. Um, is it... Top, top down. down for you, yeah. But with a slight tilt, so it's like <laughs> two point 
one and a half D or something crazy <laughs> like that. But you can get vehicles. You've got all these little businesses you can buy there, like you can buy a coffee chain, and then you can start intercepting your opponent's supplies yeah. by stealing the vehicle. You also have like a courier business and you can steal the courier vans and make sure they don't get of the opposition and make sure they don't get oh. to their destinations. All the while you're building this bigger and bigger empire. Would, would you say it's more in grain with uh, like a theme park world no. management level no. or is it not quite that in depth? In the, in the business level, it's, it is... I suppose if you wanted to go into every business and max it out with all the new things you learn. Yeah. Because each time you sort of stumble across a new idea a new con uh, yeah. within the game world uh, like there's one where you can get three for one offers and you tie that in and then there's another one where you, you you employ a phone service to keep people trapped in the contract by keeping them on the phone and messing yeah. them about and extending people's contracts and putting the prices up and you do takeovers of like health food products and then you go in and you get rid of everybody and actually turn it into like cow lard and make out <laughs> this like vegan juice and there's all sorts of stuff and it's a really wacky game like one minute you're filming an advert with this Is absolutely it? steroid pumped guy talking about this like health protein shake that he's drinking it's a very comedy based like gta like tongue-in-cheek and <clears throat> and but sort of... like ramped up the ridiculous right level. okay even yeah. more like GTA, even the original ones tried to play a little bit semi-realistic, and this is just absolutely. Um, is this this one set in any era, or is it just I think it's uh, set in modern the 90s. day? Okay, yeah, going on. So you've got like around. a well. It, the guy I think was from the nineties, and he's done well in business. Then he woke up one day, and like the modern world had taken him over. So he's still got video rental stores, <laughs> uh, and he, he can't understand why he's losing money. Is he called Stingray by any chance? <clears throat> he should be. He should be, but he's not. They missed a trick there. They did. Could have took one of the most iconic if characters. Want, if they want the Stingray IP, how much we're charging for that? I don't know. I thought you were going to kill him off. Oh no! Don't tell everyone that. Yeah. We wanted it to be like the panorama, a game show. So all the all the different people we had to just line up. Like I think the I, end I, of I the thought it was going to be more Dirty Den getting gunned down in EastEnders into the canal. No, I see it more <laughs> like the Christmas special. They've all like made all the all the real characters that live within the village make yeah. a leg for it, and then you obviously trap them all down, and you then just like cold heartedly gun them down. <laughs> okay. All of them. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we did discuss the uh, PCSO camps. Yeah. Like, no, I have a place on this show, and you're like, no, you're nothing to me. I'm going to discuss the production values of Bastion. <laughs> we did discuss the idea of an Emmerdale-style plane crash in the village as well, don't we? Well, you're determined. I've been trying yeah. to write this out of the script for the last six months. Um, We've only been going five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Shakedown Hawaii. That was your other pick. Top game. Top game, as rated by the unofficial. Two controller. fresh 2019 hot picks. Good man. Moving on, my good next. Mark. I was a proper good boy. <laughs> my next and final pick, uh, Hollow Knight. Ooh, fresh game. Yeah, only a year old. Um, and it, it, <laughs> that's that's. Um, it's practically in retirement as far as the game is <laughs> concerned. I'm surprised you even played it. <laughs> yeah, but I played it last year, so oh, it's forgive if uh, the memory is hazy. I mourn the loss of Hollow Knight. Uh, well, it's getting a sequel soon. Hopefully. You'll play that. I certainly will. I'm actually intrigued by this. I want to know about it. I'm going to sell it to you, okay? So it's developed by uh, Team Cherry. Uh, it's currently available on Xbox One, Switch, PS4 and Windows PC. 
So, let's kick off. It is a 2D Metroidvania adventure game. Talk about a game, Tom. I'm talking. I'm talking. Uh, I played this on holiday in Portugal last year. I didn't finish it then because it's quite quite a um, You had a, a long... foreign sunshine holiday? And sat sat and played that. Yeah. Nice, Frank. nice and chilled. The world you live in. Yeah. It's um, it's just awesome. They, they, you obviously unlock new areas of the game in a very similar fashion. Of Stop. Like, get this. What's up? I want the basics. Break it down to me. You're selling this to me. Okay. What is it? <clears throat> you start... Give me the raw mechanics first. What sort of game is it? A 2D Metroidvania exploration game. With. Is this not the one that I've seen that I've always thought is a bit comedic? Isn't isn't no, Hollow Knight no, the one no. where you dance down? No, with that's the... uh, Shovel Knight. Uh, right. Yeah, that's the eight bit one. This is, uh, I guess, modern day graphics, two D mod, modern day graphics. Has it got anything to do with that one I just mentioned? Nope. Okay. No, but just, a different game. Uh, it's got so, Knight in the title. Yeah, there's your similarity. So, um, okay. So you're like a bug, um, but it's like a skeletal bug uh, with the big hollow eyes obviously hollow knight um and you arrive in this small is he wearing armor no not really so he's not a knight he has, is that a, a, play he has a sword he has a nail that's his weapon the nail i thought you were selling this to me well you'll either like it or you won't okay um and you come to this small town which uh, looks very run down and you start to descend further into the nest um, it's a, it's a massive map, really, when you fully unlock all the areas. It's had a few uh, DLC packs as well, um, add into it, and it's just a really lovely game. Just the sound, the atmosphere, the different areas you go to are very distinctive. Um, really tough. Some really solid bosses on there that I shamefully admit I had to get on YouTube to sort of fathom out how to beat. A lot of them resulted in trying to find a different item and, and upgrade your, your weapon and various stuff and abilities. I can't believe you went on YouTube. Yeah. Um, sometimes you need help. I'm just an average gamer. I'm not... You're not Finster Games? Nope. Certainly not. Um, well, you've done an absolutely epic job of describing an iconic indie title and you've certainly whet my appetite for it with your little you readout. You should play that. It's really worth your time. It's probably my favourite indie. I think for the past, out of all the games you've discussed today, you know, I think that's probably the most animated I've heard you talk about a title. I try. Hollow <laughs> <laughs> um, Knight. Yeah. Question. So the sequel, I should say, I've is, got time to check out one title: Hollow Knight or Wolverblade. Oh, that's that's cruel. I think me and you should check out Wolverblade and try the... Because uh, I played it through on my own originally and it'd be cool to do that like Streets of Rage thing and just blast through it. Are we going to say that's our collective winner? Yeah. So it's in at number one. So if you and, you've got a friend, back up. My rape alarm's going. You need mm. to call down. Okay. Um... Yeah, so if you've got a friend... You just said about you us teaming up, and I was thinking, well, I'll just slide into <laughs> his DMs, you know, but you're like, back off. Fancy playing Wolverblade. Um, 
Yeah, so if you've got a friend, you're thinking of a couch co-op title to play? I've got some peripheral wipes. We're good to go. <laughs> Wolverblade. Go oh, for yes. it. Enjoy. We will enjoy. We will. Probably I'll end up buying it and then you'll end up freeloading off me like no way out. <laughs> good weekend of gaming. Yeah, it was. It was well, a good Tom, title, that. do you think you've... Uh, hey, was that, was, was that an indie? It's an EA original, wasn't it? That's it. Maybe if James had done his work hard enough, he'd have put that in. Well, I'm happy with the picks we've got. Okay. Well, any, any, just before we move on, any honourable mentions for you that you could think Hot of? Hotline Miami? Yeah. Is Minecraft an indie game? Yeah. It's, been it's the king out, of the indies, isn't it? <laughs> They've got a lot of money now, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Well, that yeah. Knows they're think, indie uh, now. But yeah, if they are indie, I'll plop that in there. And of course, you know I've got to mention the Immortal No Man's Sky. Yeah. Look at me. I'm think, like um, the non-indie of the show. Yeah. I think sure. I'd uh, probably chuck Inside and Limbo combo. Uh, same developer. I can't remember the name. Uh, is Limbo an indie? It is, yeah. Definitely. Or is it just a smaller title? No, I think it's definitely indie. Well, um, listeners, let us know if we've made complete embarrassing galas of ourselves or if we've nailed it smack on the head. Either which way, I'm sure. Whoa, Tom, what, you've revved up, you picked up the script. Are you going to close out the show, friend? Uh, yeah, I was going to. Uh, well, as we close out, the future is looking brighter than ever for indie games and us as consumers. We really hope you take a look at one or more of the games on our list and even more than that, we hope uh, an indie game may inspire one of you to even go and have a... Stab it at yourself. Even if that means drawing a, a jacket <laughs> and a hazard. Well, you've got stuff like um, Dreams on the PS4, making options like those available. That's a good idea. Yeah. Well, Tom, the feature's finished, and the look of dread on your face suggests to me it's time to go look in the listener's Stingray's boot. Let's, Cannot uh, wait. Let's have a little look-see, shall we? So what the listeners need to do is go onto Instagram, type in hashtag Stingray's Boot, then click on Recent. Make sure you type in Stingray's Boot, not Stingray Boots. That's a whole different ball game as we talk about every week. So, boom, my game in space. They're in the feature, they're in the boot, Tom. And they've got a copy of Toy Story 3. And if I'm wrong, it looks like it's in Buzz Lightyear's Dirty Little Mitts. Eagle eyes, you never miss anything with that, oh, do you? Oh, no. Good spot. Never miss a trick. Radbash Gaming got himself a couple of Funko Pops, Spider-Man ones, Mysterio, and um, is that it's Fantastic Four, Spider-Man? Yeah, it looks that way, doesn't mm-hmm. it? It's uh, when Spider-Man is in the Fantastic Four, he has to put a bag on his head so no one knows it's him. Oh, I see. Uh, next up, we've got Ozcat TV. He's enjoying a... Um, a bottle of ale there, I think. And, and a they, fallout jigsaw, bless yeah. him, look. Dog meat in the background, in the foreground, whatever you call it. Yeah. Stuck in the past lane, Tom. Now, I don't know if you know about this. Oh, listener. here we go. <laughs> but they take these really Does he take Polaroids? No. And then write on them? No. What does he take? That's stuck in the fast lane. This is stuck in the past lane. <laughs> he takes pictures of retro tat and does it like a Polaroid style, then writes a caption on the bottom. Right. This week he's Very done good. Outrun 2019. And as I said to him, when I used to see that game as a kid, I used to think, wow, you know, so far in the future that is. 
I know. Clear. Give me 20 millijoules of adrenaline. <laughs> no, sorry. I was, Spike. Like, I was just... Uh, I was... I'm going to shock a flat line. <laughs> yeah. Sharaban? Sharaban. Sharaban. He's here. What's he got, though? Some tat. Moving on. How dare you? He's only in once <laughs> this week. Give him the respect. <laughs> Is he? That's, that makes a change. Uh, he's got grip on the PS4, roll cage, and uh, roll cage two on the so PlayStation grip, One. He's seen as the spiritual susceptor, uh, although he's saying it is. So you know, shows what I know. I've also clicked on the wrong bit, so I've been dragged clean out of it. <laughs> Radbash Gaming, check Got him out. Some uh, Star Wars Episode One. Uh, that looks like the jewel pack. Yeah. Or figuring gift set. So it's probably some some of that plaster Paris tat you paint. Never looks as good as it does on the box. And it just ends up looking like uh, a colourblind autistic kid's throwing some paints down on a character. In the uh, bin by Boxing Day, Tom. Definitely. Uh, Harvey Retro up next with a very spooky looking photo of him holding a copy of Silent Hill 2. Do you know, his hair's poised. And those eyes, they just... Bury deep into your soul, don't they? Here's the undertaker of gaming. Throat chop, eye roll. <laughs> Very good. Mm. Welsh game hunter. Uh, got him treated myself to a game from CEX today. Uh, Golden Iron and, and on the N64. Do you know what? Bet he did that off the back of our History of the FPS episode. I'm sure he did. Go check that out. Hmm? Uh, Golden Eye heavily featured in that. AJM Brown 98. Not only Have you is seen he, that uh, where not, he is. There. Not only is he a presenter on Links FM, and you can listen to him on Saturday evenings on your DAB digital radio anywhere in the country or world. He's also in the boot. Check him out, and he's got himself a Grand Theft Auto Five Collector's Edition. Wow, bag, hat. You'll never guess who he's met. I've just looked at his page. Scout for girls. No, I was going to say the big PM himself. Has but he? We don't, we don't do Boris, do we? Why not? Well, we don't do politics on the show, but that's quite cool. He's met Boris Johnson. Anyway, we better move on from politics and nonsense. Well, Boris isn't hurting anyone, is he? No. What else have we got? Rabash Gaming. Bit what more stuff up? there. What's he got? He's got Rita Repulsa, Gohan Chun-Li, Helga Patika... Resistance 3, is that a Brady guy? Yes, it is. My yeah. eyes never fail me. DMC, uh, Prima game Brady guy. guy. Crackdown, one of your favourite games. Yeah, it's good. That. Kane and Lynch, Dead Men. I think I played a, a demo of that. I never played the full game. You've played that. Have I? I looked at your thingy earlier. Oh, my, oh, was it on there? Yeah, you finished oh. it. Nino Cooney, Ezlo and Midna, wading in with one for the Switch. Cool looking picture that, I like the composition and the colour balance. I've got to agree with his uh, September stop. My wallet is dead already. It's been a it's been a busy few months recently, and October's looking just as packed with uh, some good titles coming up. Welsh game hunter weighing in with what looks like uh, his take on extreme sports. Tom, Pro BMX two, Kelly skater, Pro surfer, Medal um, of Honor frontline, storming the beach at Normandy. Yeah, it's an extreme sport. It's parkour. Yeah, Assassin's Creed Revelations. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic Sega All Stars Racing, Sniper Elite, uh, and uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. Um, favorite extreme sport. Next up, we've got Retro Magnet. Yes, look at that, Tom. Look at that. Street, Street Sharks, Sharks. Your favorite. And oh, and another one of your favorite. Starcom. Man Absolutely after your own heart. Absolutely awesome. Begged him to put it in the boot. That's why. Oh. Begged him. Literally crawled across broken glass, flies open. 
Yeah, we're in the boot now, Tom. This is my area. Mine and the listeners' area. Starcom. You put some work into the Stingray's boot, don't you, bless you? I do. Best bit of the show. Uh, Come 2029, when the show's 30 minutes long and it just comprises a Stingray's (laughs) boot for the listeners. (laughs) Yeah. Get with the future. Enigmatic Productions, a.k.a. Harvey Retro, scaring the living daylights out of me with a DVD copy of Ghostwatch. Spooky. Absolutely terrified me to the core. I'm not even shy to admit I was probably a teenager and I lay crapping myself on the floor. Really? I never thought Sarah Green would sell me up the river. And if she said something was real, I believed her. Uh, Doogie McBain. Looks like we're here for the crowning of the Doogie McBain era. We see the unofficial controller podcast artwork and uh, Game Boy Matty's little uh, turtles drawing that he's had commissioned by uh, Comic Pictures 79, a.k.a. Adam the Artist, living in the studio flat above Deb's Babs. Uh, I reckon he's got a spy hole. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Sneaky peepee. Yeah. Uh, he's an artist as well, so someone would like to imagine that he's taking some of them away to the... Uh, draw me like one of your kebab girls. Oh, my God. Well, that can stay in. <laughs> <laughs> What's Radbash Gaming been up to? Oh, dear. A hide and sneak. That's a GameCube title that you used to rave to me about. It's got awesome gameplay, George. It's got awesome. a Frozen figurine and... Is that Dragon Ball Z or are my eyes broken? Android 17, yes. It is. Uh, next up, we've got Ozcat. I wasn't a... having a fever dream that day, Tom. There is a fitting magic harp. In the there is, yeah. Of his <laughs> <laughs> um, he's got some great 3DS tiles there. Uh, the three Zelda games that are available on that and the Metroid game, which I never got to play. I just realised that whole scene's played out on Snorlax's belly. <laughs> Always asleep. Well, the big man's back. Have you noticed, uh, ever since you made the comment about cooking up a retro storm at a certain temperature, he's never dared show you the clock again? No. Ever. It's too hot in that kitchen. What's he got? Uh, he's got Project... Uh, no, sorry, Codename Steam on the 3DS, which I thought was really good and very underrated. A, uh, a turn-based game like XCOM, but with a more cartoony style. Uh, Just Dance on the Wii U. And Starlink Battle for Atlas pack on Xbox One. Hmm. Good pickups, Daddy Zilla. It's that guy again with the Polaroids. Stuck in the fast lane or stuck in the past lane? Either or. Which one do you want? want. We'll have stuck in the past lane. Okay. Keep it legit. He's done quite a few pictures this time, Tom. Mm -hmm. Capturing gameplay elements of the game Mercs on the Mega Drive. Oh. So you think you're a good gamer? This is straight out of Stingray's boot, Tom. It is. And it looks to me like Harvey Retro's got himself... He calls himself Mega Clive and Super Ned Tendo, and they're doing challenges in an eight... Harvey Retro looks flipping awesome in that video. That's pretty cool. I like that. The editing on that. Yeah. I'll tell you what. We need to get in touch. We do. For the big Christmas special. Everything we've ever dreamed of and more. Uh, production values on that. Boom, boom. Who's his mate? His mate's dangerous though because he just. His mate reminds me of um, the he, guy out of the Breakfast Club. Um, he, he just blew in a cartridge, Tom. He did. They always advised against that, but it seemed to work. I did. 
Well, I've also told you a lie. Sharaban. Sharaban. Sharaban? And for those selections of Astro Boy, he can get passed on. Radbash Gaming up next. Uh, Just Cause, Silent Hill Collection. This is the... me for the next two weeks, silently DMing, saying, oh, I'm really sorry about Tom. Sharaban. Terminator 3 Salvation, Radbash Gaming's got. Don't know whether that's as bad as the film. Tell you what. Some guides of bingo coming out all over the place yeah. down here, isn't there? Casper on the GameCube, your other big tile. Yep. Well, the next pickup is my favourite. Daddy Zilla's got himself the Sega Genesis Mini, as it's known in the US. Um, I'm really tempted to get that because that's out now in the UK. Came out today. Let me uh, let me put down hard cash on one thing. I guarantee you never buy one of those. Do not reckon? It's either that or Ghostbusters Remastered. The idea's all well and good, but you know and I know that you'll pick him up and you'll be like... Mm. This is my argument for retro. Is For retro? Sorry, for the retro argument, this is my against retro. Mm. Is Sometimes it's very much like pick it up, put on that game for the nostalgia hit, for five minutes and you're like, mm, this isn't actually that good. I'd rather be playing something brand new. Or not even brand new, just like... No, Tom, as far as you're concerned, it has to be brand new. <laughs> it's true. Oscat's back. Tell you what. Short story time. We're going to indulge him. So in the not-so-long past, I had to make some decisions that meant selling off mass chunks of my personal collection to take care of my family one of which was my entire Pokemon game collection. But at the end of the day, if I wasn't willing to sell off things I, I love to help those I love, it would be such a stupid thing on my end, especially since these are just games and can be reobtained. I've been one of the biggest Pokemon fans since the initial launch of the Red and Blue series. Oh, God damn it. I'm sorry, Oscat. Uh, I believe I'm in a position where I was going to be able to rebuild and gain back what was lost, which is great. I've always loved the hunt of these games, so this would be fun again. Just a little more expensive than it was a few years ago. Last night I met someone who hooked me up with <laughs> Stingray. Last night I met someone who hooked me up with near mint copies of Heart Gold, Ultra Sun, and White Two for sixty bucks. So I can officially say my rebuild has begun. I'm excited to rebuild and be even more excited to show you all the progress. Something I'll be doing is hunting down complete copies of games instead of just loose ones for the handhelds. So technically, it'll be upgrades. Stingray's... He hunts down games like you hunt down Pokemon on Pokemon Go. Never played it. Uh, well, the barber who that's games. That's what you tell the listeners. Yes, Tom. It is what I tell the listeners. Final Fantasy looks like a Japanese import, but scratch my eyes if I'm wrong. Yes, it is. And uh, Doom on the Saturn. I've got Doom on the Saturn. The barber who games. An unfortunate little history of that. Little aside, seeing some full of facts. That was the they'd ported that to the Saturn, and they'd got it using both chips. And I think John Romero came down one day and was like, yeah, but that's not really true to Doom, is it? So I want you to just scrap that and then make sure it runs on one of them like this. And they were like, yeah, but that would be terrible. That's the game they released on Saturn. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, Boba Loba up next. He's got James Pond, uh, codenamed Robocod. I never realised that got a re-release on the Nintendo Home of uh, all the tap, the Nintendo handhelds, Tom. <laughs> and MotoGP as well. Bet that plays like super hang on on a budget. Uh, Daddy Zilla. Um, 
Picked himself up Beast Quest on the Xbox One, Golden Axe. Mm. And uh, what's the other one there? Chuck Rock, Son of Chuck. Ah, Golden classic. Axe 2, your favourite. I know. Great. Retro game. Visions? What is all that? Some Commodore discs. Check out the old school Electronics Way Boutique. Way before my does. time. Way before my time. What's it sound that has been scrawled on there? Fonts and scraps. <laughs> Love it. Otaka Brum. What's he got here? Wind Waker and Wario World. Yeah. On the Cube. Cube games. Got more Cube games in the background. Oh, my giddy aunt. Tom. Oscat's got himself some Pokemon tattoos. Check him out. Yeah, very nice. It's a franchise I'll literally take to my grave with my Eevee family <laughs> tattoos. Yes, I was born in the 80s as their tribal because that's my generation. <laughs> wow. Interesting take on it all. Yeah. The Barbaro Games. Uh, Look at that um, yeah. Wonder Swan colour. That's cool, isn't it? What was that other one? Way of the Warrior? Does it share the same motherboard as the PS Vita? Possibly, yeah. Yeah, which then got ported over to the Switch. Uh, Zelda the Four Swords edition on the Cube there as well. Danny Plays, welcome back, good friend of the show. Uh, I think if you want, it's your choice, Danny Plays, what Tom gets to wear in what we're hoping to be the filmed Christmas special as in a way of an apology to you and the other listeners. They should be, really, because I've still not had her on there. I haven't got the post. Go find an hour and add her. So when she's listening I can't, to this, if I go out of it, I'll be in such a Don't state. worry, we're nearly at the end. Get it done. Okay. Do uh, I can't wait for her to block you. <laughs> That's exactly what you should do, Danny Plays. And also chime in and let us know what you want Tom to wear for the Christmas special, which will be filmed. Your choice. Not too lewd. Well, you know, he's got to get on YouTube so you can see it. So something. Have you liked her yet? Followed her? Following now. Boom. Done. Done. Now message and say sorry. Follow on follow. <laughs> oh, it's the sort of man you are. Harris the Retro Geek. Well, we didn't talk about the title. Sorry, Master of the Universe, uh, which I've seen recently and kind of half recall. I don't know when I bought it in a fever dream when I had a PS2 back in the day. And The Suffering on the Xbox, which I remember playing Round of Friends. I think it was either that or PsyOps the Mindgate Conspiracy. Either which way. I have quite fond memories of that. Harris the Retro Geek. New name to the show, Tom. Waded in. Robocod on the Mega Drive, Robocod on the PlayStation, Road Rash on the Mega Drive, Road Rash on the PlayStation. I see what they've done there. They got a like from me. Get switched on. Here he is, the big man. He's rocked up. What's he got, Tom? Uh, he's got the new Dragon Quest, uh, a Wii, Wii U Pro Controller, a Switch Pro Controller, and Star Wars Pinball. Uh, get switched one doesn't pl- get switched on don't play the Wii it does not it was the switch before the switch the came out he was get Wii U done mm-hmm. retro collector Ray what's he got mm-hmm. <laughs> he's got Crash Nitro Kart PlayStation 2 Rayman 3 Sensible Soccer X-Men Next Dimension uh, of Orcs and Men on the 360 did you have that no it sounds like something I'm going to bought though um Mark Garage Gamers has got a nice selection of Wii games there. He's got that move edition of Heavy Rain with the water on the front of it again, yeah. Tom. Which you thought was damaged, but transpires it's just the cover art. The, the, one of the best shoot-em-ups ever made, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare on the 360. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City No, Stories. that's on the Wii, Tom. 
No, that's on the 360. He's Call got Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare. Is that one of the best games ever made? Or do you think that's like a top-down mobile phone game on the Wii? <laughs> oh, Modern Warfare 3? Yeah. Well, it's funny you should mention that because I forgot it came out on it. And I had a Wii at the time and I was desperate to like try and get the Call of Duty experience on the Wii. Yes! And it looks... When you pair it up against the other one, I think there's a like a a bit where you go into a, a city under attack and you come out of the water as like super army soldiers and it's just like on the Wii it look, looks uh, terrible. On the Wii it gets shown up for the ridiculous game that it actually is. But no, Modern Warfare 1 is one of the best shooters ever made. Oh, Easily. So realistic, Tom. Is that why you like it? No, I just think it's really good. Why? Like, What's the Nintendo Brick game we got here? Uh, some Japanese GameCube look games. Awesome, I, lo- I love that Japanese Wind Waker box. That's ace. Yeah, nice that, pickups. That Mario Party Six looks cool as well. I like what I like. I don't like a lot of what's in Stingray's boot though. There's some proper. Well, let me in tell there. you, this is part of the show I'm willing to die for, friend. Good it's staying. Good James Work Experience Boy. There he is, picture from Adam the Artist. Now you get to see the hero behind the words in the script. Uh, good job he's a work experience, boy, because it's pretty shoddy at best. Bless him. He tries. Maybe if Tom didn't spend all the budget on uh, fake EGX stands, we'd have, uh, <laughs> we, uh, we might be able to employ a real script writer. But, you know, he's not, he's not a bad lad out of the village, and uh, I heard he got pretty good results in his sats for English, so that's pretty much good qualification for me. Good enough for me, good enough for you. Uh, next up, we've got Ozcat. He's picked up Code Vein, a game that... I wonder if I he lo- gave blood to get hold of that. You know, yeah. Ozcat loves the deal, doesn't he? He does. Uh, Daddyzilla. Goodness me. Look. Your that- favourite little story you like to put on the VHS when you get in bed with your little blanket and your milk? The Bernstein Bears? I've never heard of that. God, I've never heard of it. Okay, Tom, thousands... Uh, I believe you thousands of <laughs> listeners wouldn't. <laughs> Daddy's Hiller 80s, uh, Star Force and Ghostbusters on the Master System. Otaku Brums, bloody weighing in with some hits on the PS1. Parts of his Mega Haul from last week. Big Box Tomb Raider, Wipeout. I think that's the sequel, isn't it? From memory. don't remember the original box looking like that, but what do I know? Tenchu 1 and 2 and Fear Effect, the original on PlayStation. Some nice. Very high quality titles there that... To be fair, probably still stand the test of time. Dream Collections Retro Games. What's he got to say? Some alternative games, Tom. Looks like he's got some of the old school Are those like um, LCD what we games. talked about in the... Or you talked about in the handheld gaming. Like some of the original yeah. sort of... One of uh, those many shows that you weren't even on. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. it. I, I, ain't think got, he's I ain't got, got the time, mate. Got to get on. Um... <laughs> Next up, we've got Goldeneye, the remake oh, wow. on the Wii. I uh, got time to be on my own show. Got 007 Collection, really. He's got the... Uh, Who's posts are those, Tom? Sharaban, Sharaban, Sharaban. Oof. I remember that Goldeneye game on the Wii being pretty good. Definitely again, better than Modern Warfare 3. Again, when you had a Wii and only a Wii, you told me all sorts of stuff about games on there. I did. Otaku yeah, bro got a copy of Jake Cocoon 2, Beautiful Joe. Beautiful Joe is awesome. That's two very cool pickups on that console. I, I don't know the other one. Jake Cocoon. Do your I'll research. I will. 12th and 11th. I would say that's the full turn of the wheel, but 
Oh, is it? No, I don't remember seeing Saturday morning gamers. We did. Gamers. We saw those Game Boy Advance games. No, we didn't. So I remember the Metal Gear ones after. So I could run with those Metal Gears past Eve too. Harvey Retro asked me about Alone in the Dark, so that is the full turn of the wheel. Tom, if unlike you, they want to get on in on listener's boot, mm-hmm. how would they do it? You can direct messages uh, with a hashtag Stingray's boot. Or you can go and just... <laughs> Basically, listeners, what you need to do is if when you're out and about on the prowl, on the retro hunt, picking up games and goodies, anything geek-related, heck, Boba Loba even put his trainers in Stingray's boot. The week you weren't here, I had a Stingray Corvette in there. All right? <laughs> when you don't turn up, the good shows, the good things happen in the good. boot. Good, good. Okay? Panic over. And how they do that is they get home, they take a picture of their little pickup, and then they put in the write-up, hashtag Stingray's boot. If they want to you're tell part them, of the show... Your rules. The new rules are Stingray's boot begins after the episode name on the intro of the show and it ends with the outro. Happy? Happy. Clear, I'm going to shock a flat line. 10 cc's of adrenaline. <laughs> Just one more go before I call it a corpse. One more <laughs> thing before, two more things before we call the show a corpse, Tom. Who's that at the bottom of the drive? This week... As I'm all ears for a change. Give me a Stingray backstory. One for the eons. It's episode 26. It's about time you told me what that crazy denim-wearing cat has been up to this week. Well, years ago, he went on missions that would make the unglorious bar stewards pale in comparison. Really? It was in Nam. Covert operations. Age five. Age five. Right. For continuity. Uh, No, he's he's immortal, isn't he? He just (laughs) he's wherever he goes, the legend goes. Right. Okay. So Caesar's on the steps of the forum. He doesn't say et tu brute. He says reverse up a bit more stingray. (laughs) I can't quite see what's in the boot. Et tu brute. What is that, French? I thought, Tom, that the Romans spoke Latin. Romans? Hmm. Were the Romans in Vietnam? Stingray's immortal. You went on that side. Oh, okay. We're going right back. We're going right back. He's immortal. He is an enemy in Wolverblade, would you believe? (laughs) He's a secret boss. (laughs) If you haven't faced him, you haven't truly finished Wolverblade. No. That's the twist. He reverses. His MG, his ex is MG Maestro Turbo over you in a vicious attempt. You've got to jump it, get behind, and slash through the front screen three times. He's a classic boss. Goes down like a goodie. And with that, Tom, he tears up the drive. That's possibly one of the best Stingray intros we've had in 26 episodes. Uh, it's time for a peek in what we. Hang on a minute. Sorry, Ray. We'll let the spring, springs finish. Doors popped. He's out. He's giving you a thousand-mile stare. Back off. He don't want you near him. Something tells me he's not keen on the fact that you don't like listening to Stingray. Time for a peek in what we affectionately call Stingray's boot. What's nestled between some counterfeit nappies and a dodgy copy of Battle for Endor this week? These are the new release highlights for September 30th to October 6th, 2019. 
listeners, these are out digital or physical or will be by the time this podcast's in your feed, but could be region dependent. There's me in and out the Stingray intro, like a young Ray, five years old. You've done it. Daubed in camo paint. Finally passed the challenge. Finally. Yes. Slick work. Do you know what? When you read the words that are there, it's no issues. When you ad lib, you mess it up. <laughs> Believe in the script. Mm-hmm. James is a god. Tom, what's your pick out the boot this week? Your mummy, mummy. Shh. We keep it to ourselves, remember. I've picked it. It's the last one. Have you? Do you want that one as well? Tom, you're the RTS guru of the podcast. Every single time there's been an RTS in the boot, you refuse to pick it. Yeah, but it. sadly, most of them are on PC. So I What's that tell you about you as an RTS player? I need to buy a PC. Right. So buckle up. And <sighs> More pick budget the, needed. And pick the German town as I wade in with Cube World. The poor man's Minecraft to hear you say. <laughs> bat, bat. How dare you? That's Terraria. This is on PC. It's out September 30th. Or should be by this time the podcast is in your feeds. Cube World is a voxel based action RPG with a focus on Tom exploration takes place in a procedurally generated fantasy world made up entirely of cubes as we sink deep into what now is becoming a one man show Uh, next up we've got what the golf uh, out on PC October 1st the anti-golf game for people who hate golf golf a rag doll house a car and other things in completely ridiculous ways hmm Here's, uh guess this will be my mummy mummy then. Warsaw <laughs> on PC, because I always fall on the RTS sword. Yes, look at him. He's got the face of a boy who's been caught with biscuit crumbs all over his face. <laughs> and Mumsy is at the door with an empty pack of biscuits. That's right. It's Warsaw on PC October 2nd. Warsaw is a challenge in World War II, turn-based tactical RPG, the kind my co-host can't get enough of, takes place in a war-torn city and sporting beautiful hand-painted graphics. Every single nuance of this is built around Tom. Lead a small, dedicated outfit of civilians and soldiers with their unique skills in their fight to take back the city besieged is by the subtitle forces. of this Unglorious Bastards. Sounds like one of their missions. It does. They're leading the charge to the iTunes page to leave a review and, and five, five stars. stars. Make sure it's five stars. Major stomp. What have Ma- you major done? Stomp. What major have you th- done to deserve five stars this episode? You've done something. I want you to tell us what it is. I wrote the script. Boom. Roasted. Uh, Neo Cab PC Switch. Well, we'll let the listeners third. decide. We will. The ever decreasing uh, circles. Yeah. Players Lena, the last human drive. Driver for hire searching for a missing friend in the neon streets of Los Ojos. In this interactive story, you'll meet unique passengers during nightly shifts, each with their own clues and secrets if you can get them to share. I also thought that would be your other pick. It's pretty cool sounding. It's on your uh, Game Boy Color as well. It is. (laughs) One of which you have in this room. Uh, Shadowy Contracts. Game Boy Colors. Uh, Shadowy Contracts, PC, October 3rd. Shadowy Contracts is a stealth and RPG hybrid where the player can go on contracts to kill targets for gold. The gold can be used to hire and lead mercenaries into battle uh, and or use the gold to purchase weapons and potions. Not heard Do you, of know, that one. you remind me of Napoleon, because you've marched through two to force me to read the next one so you can mummy mummy on your way out of the show. 
Must have done that subconsciously. I don't even notice. On purpose, he says. Oops. Well, that means I'll be picking Ghost Recon. Well, I picked Warsaw, didn't I? You did. Check it out. If you like Advance Wars. Do you like Advance Wars, Tom? I love Advance Wars. Oh, do you like historically accurate uh, RTS games? Yes. (laughs) Get yourself a piece. See what, Nick T's barely playing that game on there, is he? Let's face it. Truck, truck and lorry driver. Yes. Get it off him. Uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, PC, PS4, Xbox, October 4th. The world of Aurora can be explored either solo or alongside friends. With Ghost Recon's best in class, seamless jumping, jump out co op. There's no restrictions on when teammates can join, and your all your progressions is maintained across the squad. Take on the wolves in the main story to explore Aurora. Together to complete the main diverse side activities the open world has to offer. Ghost Recon Breakpoint will also feature competitive PvP multiplayer where your squad can test their skills against other ghosts in short, high-action game modes. I think um, this might be one that grows online over time with updates and various things. The the, uh, review scores have been sort of average but not terrible. Um, And yeah, looks a, a good one if you're into that sort of game. Um, like you to get behind a 10 year old game Tom what's up next well before that I'm going to draw out the VHS for us to take home this week if that's alright <laughs> forgot about that so I've gone for something a bit more grown up this week where's this um, it's have you just yeah that's what you were googling mm. no I was googling oh. uh, ukulele but it's out next week so that's fine just wanted to double check on that one um, and what ukulele uh, too? What have I missed? No, it's a new 2D uh, platformer in the vein of Donkey Kong Country Returns style. Looks good. It's getting some really good reviews. Wow. That's why I thought it was out this week because I see a lot of reviews for it. Okay. What um, is... What, what you got? The, the VHS is yeah. uh, Black Rain starring Michael Douglas, a Ridley Scott classic from the 80s. That's all. With you've his, already with, used this. With, I haven't. You have. Episode 4. Uh, wow, Black your Rain. memory. Yeah. Are you sure? I'm joking. <laughs> I've never heard He's of He's the only Rain. one who listens to the episode. I'll so. be honest with you, I've never heard of Black Rain. Do I need to check this out? You need to check that out. An 80s action film starring Michael Douglas of Romance in the Stone fame, soundtrack by Hans Zimmer, <laughs> directed by Ridley Scott. Who else is in it? No one. He... Oh, um... Mate, out of uh, Godfather Part Three, um, he was in a lot of films in the nineties, like Italian mafia films. But um, oh, what is his name? Is it famous? Is it like Al Pacino or something? No, but I want to say Al Pacino, but that was because he was in Godfather. Um, oh, I really can't remember his name anyway. But the core outline of the film this is, is what I'm waiting for. I'm ready. Uh, Michael Douglas's character is a cop, uh, New York mm-hmm. cop. I've never and he, heard of this. Um, he's in a bit of hot water because they think he's taking money on the sly because he's he's sort of like his his mortgage repayments and stuff don't add up. So he's facing like charges, but then he gets involved in a shooting in a, a restaurant in um, like a oh. Japanese influenced area of the city. And then he ends up going to Japan as well and getting involved with the Yakuza. Um, you would like that. I've seen this case 
in our video shop. Have it was you? always my parents are very, unlike yours, very strict on uh, <laughs> ratings. Actually, bless them, because I'm a very impressionable young man. And that was always there. I never knew that's what that was. Yeah, you need to check that out. I okay. think you'd like you that. got a model. Oh, I'll put it out. I don't know about Black Ray. Mm. I'm on board for that. Tom, 80s nostalgia fan that you are. Yeah, so following what's your on final from that. Pick in the uh, Ghostbusters: The Video Game Remastered out on PC, PS4, Xbox, and Switch. Uh, that's out today. This uh, beloved and critically acclaimed Ghostbusters video game is back and remastered for PS4. Strap on your Poton pack once again, join the Ghostbusters on the adventure and save New York. Uh, kind of seen as the spiritual successor too, isn't it? Uh, almost, I think Dan Aykroyd came out and said it is technically Ghostbusters 3. That's a fact. Yeah. And so uh, any Ghostbusters fans, check it out. Well, I only played and finished that this year. Yeah, you you uh, yeah you told me about it and it uh, got me intrigued. I have to admit, I did think when they announced it was coming out mm. as this remaster, having only just played it, I can tell you the sections where that feels real shonky. Oh, okay. Sorry. No, that's fine. Um, I think I, it's like all they've done is jazz the graphics up, and that's from what I hear the graphics. Haven't been jazzed up that much either. Uh, Tom, I've just, been desperately hunting to try and find Black Rain either on Amazon or Netflix. Look at him, hungry. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's not, you don't see it around much. Well, I'll find it in CEX. It'll probably be a penny. Probably will be, yeah. But um, anyway, Ghostbusters rema- uh, remastered. There's definitely, I mean, the pacing's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's very by the numbers. It does feel very influenced by Gears. Mm-hmm. I mean, They've got the audio on on hard copy now, so they could yeah. re, they could remaster that game. They could make a totally new one. I was kind of like when I saw it playing on a trailer today. I thought to myself, that engine's not that graphically taxing. No, with a little bit of work, this could be in VR. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, I think those graphics are capable of Imagine VR, reaching they? behind your back with a move one. <laughs> grabbing it, bringing it forward. Yeah. Has it, have they got the sound effects for the Proton Pack? Sounds all of yeah. it. Yeah. I'm really intrigued to try it, but I just don't want to be disappointed. Why don't you pick it up for 360 or something? You haven't got one. No, I wish I did have. What's the oldest console you got? Um, Game Boy Original. Proper console. Hmm. Have you not got something tucked in a sock drawer? PS3 or no, Xbox? I, or Yeah, probably traded it over the years. Red-ringed Xbox that you can just wrap with a towel? One of those old trick files <laughs> that you can play the first level or two of Ghostbusters and then get bored of it and bin it off? Yeah. that's. Uh, we were having a discussion before the show, weren't we? Um, I played the demo of it, um, but there must have been other games out of the time that I was a lot more interested in, but I really like the film, so... I, I don't know. I should maybe give it another try. It's re- and they revisit some of the iconic locations. Yeah, the, the Vigo's in it, isn't he? The the painting. Well, mm, or is he in it in a different form? Once again, one of these strange memories that kicks in my head, where you're like, "Oh yeah, I've walked around the ghost house, and Vigo's in there." And if you no, I definitely. And maybe that was a demo. I can't remember. Maybe the ghost house was the demo. I don't yeah. know. Um, another Ghostbusting game coming at the end of October. Luigi's Mansion Three. Should be good. Looking forward to that one. Tenuous at best, but there you go. 
Mm. I mean, is he a Ghostbuster? He's a scared Ghostbuster, isn't he? Is, is he taking the mickey out of the Ghostbusters? Maybe. It's like Ghostbusters that we played as kids where you, you ever get seen like Casper? the Hoover. <laughs> no. Haven't you? The 90s classic Casper. You was have, it, you, I, there was a cartoon of it. Yeah, and there was that. a live action one with Christina uh, Ricci and Bill Pullman. No, Your like favourite actor. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody does a speech better than Bill Pullman in Independence Day, I'll have you know. Oh, wow. Wasn't that your vows at your wedding? That <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, that's brilliant. <laughs> I need to ask you if anyone's still with us. It's chopped up show all over the place. It's like blooming chef Hong Kong um, chef's table it's time to ask what are you going to be playing this week you're asking me what I'm yeah. going to be playing it's October Tom so we're going to the cabin in the woods again excellent and I'm going to pick up that limp wristed game that's Resident Evil 4 and munch a couple more <laughs> bosses on that why don't you treat yourself oh I did actually notice you've been playing Resident Evil 2 remake haven't you I didn't know where you'd try that I've not been playing it I've been watching someone play it yeah I don't own it Oh, okay. I'll tell you what I did pick up the other day, though, on the PS4 subject of Resident Evil, and I meant to mention it to you. Is it... Uh... Not Evil Within, because that's what I was going to recommend No, I've got Resident Evil, but I've got like a re-ported version of Zero and One remake oh, right, for yeah. PS4. Worth a dabble. Zero's good. Worth, and, the, and, and the... worth the dabble. Yeah, they're, Is they're, it using the, the engine from 4, though? No, it's the uh, GameCube remakes. So they're still the traditional resi. I think you'd like those. Yeah, I don't know how well they're going to hold up now. the angles. Are it they is. All... They are angled. Are they? Yeah, they're just... It's... With that static camera where you're like running towards the screen or away from it, it's just the same. Is it? Yeah, but very but nicely it... done graphics. Yeah, but does it look more... Why, why I say it was a resi 4 engine? Because I always thought the graphics no, had that it's... look to them. I suppose the characters, the characters yeah, the character models are, are, are very similar, but yeah. it's the same perspective of, of the original. And it looks like it's all been redrawn as if the guys from 4 came along and said, actually, we should be like this. Um, you can tell they're like, uh, is it like pre-rendered backgrounds? Like they're, they're, they're just static drawn uh, images. Actually, I remember watching you play Zero on the Cube. Good game. Yeah, Ties quite come into your uh, bedroom and you had that on. And I thought, yeah. oh, that looks pretty good. Is it on a train? Yes, there's parts of it on the train, yeah. My memory. Good memory. Um, you did mention Black Rain in episode four. I've got a feeling... No, I've got a feeling <laughs> I've mentioned it before, but we're that deep into the episodes now. We've lost track, haven't we? Yes. Um, well, I certainly have. Well, else am I going to play in that wood? San An. I took Gran Turismo 4. As I always take the PS2 to this place because we like it there. It's just part of the vibe. Uh, I've took the Warriors because I've got to save... On there, who's I forgot to ask. I meant to ask you this. Um, who is your favorite warrior to play as? Mm. I don't know if you know the names that well, but I'm just curious because of like how he looks and how I like it. I don't know, well, I'm not going to spoil the film too much, but I like War Chief. Good choice, he's the guy with like the leopard, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hat. He's the leader, isn't he? Of the warriors, yeah, yeah. And then there's the other guy that really is the star of the film, Swan. Yeah, he's pretty cool, isn't he? Yeah. Rembrandt, I always thought was a pretty cool name for him because he's the spray painter. Yeah, he's all right, but he, I didn't want to... Yeah, he's not really... A, he's, he's the like first a... person 
They're yeah. like, hey, you got a new member of the gang. <laughs> we've, we've paid these bums to fight you, Rembrandt. And then you kind of, you, you know, felt. And I'm not particularly like, um, keen on that tagging mechanic. Are you not? Whether it's my PS2, con- I don't think so, because I think it's brand new, this PS2 yeah. controller I've got. But when you're using the stick to paint within those very tight lines, and it's brutally, mm. it's brutal with the... You go half a pixel. That's like, eh, empty can. You're not, you know, that's it. Go talk to your spray, spray can dealer. Or you've got no money. You've got to rob six cars. Oh, God. I think uh, I think that's probably a game we're going to get see remade one day. Well, I'm about to get to the... I'm about on San An. I think I'm like two or three missions away from the section where you have to fight for territory areas. See, at the time, I really liked that. Well, that's where I was going to leave it. Because yeah. before, I did a couple in my area, made sure it was safe, right. then I carried on with the main story. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking of doubling down this time. <laughs> and Seeing how deep it goes. Yeah, see what yeah. happens. See if Why I could, not? like, green out the whole area. Yeah, and I'm sure it's that, possible. max money out and kind of live, like, the life he would want to lead. Yeah. Live the game, buy the game. What was the, what's the <laughs> quote, Tom? Yeah, buy the game, live the game. I live think the play the game, yeah. live the game. Yeah. Do we put that up? Because we've listened to the podcast at half speed and it's infinitely funnier. It is. Everything's funnier at half speed. It is. Scaffell Pike. Imagine <laughs> hearing that now at half speed. <laughs> we uh, dither and we delay, Tom. What's your. What are you hoping to play? Well. A little bit of news we maybe should have mentioned is the PS uh, PS Pregnant? Now. Oh no, PS Now. It's not an Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> Junior situation, uh, which was your pick out of the boot. Oh, I saw you sneaking it no, out because that would be good. Because do you know what I watched a couple of was it last weekend? Yeah, it was. Out of all the films I've got, the kids. What do you think they chose for us to watch that Saturday evening? Uh, bit of a um, hint in what you've just said listen to twins screen. yes nice yes Danny DeVito and uh... when was the last time you watched that oh god I haven't seen that for a long time very strange film. yeah <laughs> <laughs> very strange anyway I digress um, yeah so a little bit of news we missed out PS Now has now been brought down to I believe is it eight ninety nine a month. Um, yeah, but as always, if you can afford it, pay for the year. Oh, okay. So it's a it's one of those where it's, it's a hell cheap. of a lot cheaper if you pay for the year. I think it's forty pounds for the year. Uh, I, I saw that today. Maybe I thought it was more than that. I thought it was cheap. I thought it was quite a good well, deal. What is that deal? Fair um, enough. Yeah, you're welcome to have a look. Go. Uh, I the see only the... thing I'm like disappointed about. Yeah. Is I remember when PlayStation Now was on Vita. Oh, really? Mm. Was it? In its full maxed out capacity as you see it now. And they took it Works away. well on a handheld, that idea, I think. Yeah, and they took it away. Oh. Well, they will do. They're not really supporting it that much They anymore, took it away long before they said they weren't supporting the Vita. Ah, okay. And it was one of the things... I didn't really know what that was. And then I sort of saw it and thought, what's this? And I clicked on it and it started doing all the tests of the internet. And I was thinking... This could be great for this because mm. all these awesome games. Um, and then I never got around to it. Probably my fault. You know, I say, Tom, you, I'm part of the problem. You are part of the problem this week. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm 
I might try out the free seven day trial and then see where that goes from there on what they've got don't on there. Don't forget to cancel it because it's one of I those know, ones where if you don't, you pay it. I think that's, I don't agree with that at all. I think they should just automatically cancel unless you've paid for the year. Obviously, it rolls on, but whenever you sign up for a month, it should never, of course, for a business. We, we'll get into that point again. But um, yeah, my. My friend who said he's got the PS4, I recommended the PS Now to him because there's quite a few titles on there now that he really wants to play. And I'm like, well, you might as well pay for the pass and play them and get to enjoy those more as well. Um, I see they've added God of War on there. Bingo. Um, Who's won what? Um, Sardines for uh, Odders. Mm -hmm. Mediocre price, but there you go. Opened? Unopened, so they don't smell. Floated up from the Titanic wreck, nineteen twelve. <laughs> um, the game I noticed that was on there that me and my mate used to really enjoy playing was uh, Street Fighter Four, and they've got the Ultra version on there, so we're keen to to check that out. Am I living in a dream, or did you make a reference to paint me like one of your blah blah girls in this episode? I did, yes. Paint you like one of your what? Kebab girls. <laughs> Is that in the show or it did it is end up in on the, the room floor? No, you said we'll leave that in. So yeah. you let me have that. Damn right. Uh, so yeah, going to try out the Games Pass. Uh, some more online games. Uh, Apex Legends. Uh, a bit more Red Dead Online. Uh, try and get a bit further through Link's Awakening. I've just finished the Anglers. Have you got to the dungeon. bit you got to when you were a child? I don't think I have. I'm, I'm trying to remember which dungeon it was. So the I'm curious. One. Knowing you as a kid. No, it was not the first one. Can you help me with this first really big bad boss? What is it? The Deku. (laughs) (laughs) Well, boy. My, how the tables have turned. I suppose on that note, Tom, would you say that's all we've got time for? It is. And that's all we have time for this week. Listeners, always thank you for your time. We look forward to the pleasure of speaking to you again next week. Mumsy, boil a pan, Tom wants his eggs. (laughs) <laughs> Until then, happy game. Remember, there's nothing wrong with begin, being given the unofficial controller. It's what you do with it that counts. Hasta la vista, Tom. Cheerio. Lamborghini then. Much more so.